Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Drunk Women's next show at the Pleasance Theatre London on the 25th of April is sold out, but there are still tickets available for the 29th of May and the 4th of July, where announced guests are Lizzie Roper, Ulrika Johnson, Rebecca Root and Jade Adams. Go to pleasance.co.uk. And the Drunk Women will be ruining their livers for laughs at this year's Edinburgh Fringe. You can see them from the 3rd to the 11th of August, inclusive 7.20pm, at the Underbelly Bristow Square. Tickets are now on sale at underbellyedinburgh.co.uk. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Eight more bodies than I'd like to find in my own family home. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting want, so I, jaded. I want zero bodies. <laughs> I kind of like want between Call three and four. Call me a perfectionist. <laughs> location, location. Like Christy, not, how many bodies are buried under this property? Well, at least seven to eight. Eight, 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 eight in the garden. Now it's time. For drunk women solving crime. Hello, I'm Taylor Glenn and I am hosting this episode. I am thrilled to be joined with our guest for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Something silly. Joined uh, with. Already? Joined, joined with. with. Joined with. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I am conjoined. <laughs> 
<laughs> with comedian, actor, and writer Jenny B. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's very much a second recording. And I'm joined as always by Katie Wilkins yes. and Hannah George. Hello. All right. Hello. Jenny, can we kick this off by asking? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been talking for 20 minutes already. Oh, but no, it's, it's been like less than one. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum five, because I'm quite pissed as well, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Have you ever been victim of a crime? Yeah, I have actually. Thank you okay. very much. <laughs> <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, yes, no, I have. Okay, what tell happened? us about it. I was beaten up in a <gasps> by a young girl, so it's okay. What? Oh, so it's, it's okay. It's not okay. okay. Like, that was about to be the beginning of like, a, I was beaten up like, mm. by a... That when you say that, you're very dark. Do you mean like 18 months old? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was your daughter. <laughs> she no. does that. It's she was like maybe 13 okay. or 14. And I was and 20 or 21. <gasps> and I um, I remember it really clearly. It was in a restaurant. I was, Bloody hell. <laughs> what restaurant was this it in? It was somewhere in Woking. Um, oh, enough was, said. Really? Because I was going, I was seeing this guy from the area. And um, he was a little prick. And, and all I remember is like, he was like, oh, I just don't think this is going to work because we live too far away. So I was making this effort to constantly go out to the, those neck of the woods. Uh, wow. Um, wow. So you were commuting so to Woking. To which try and make a relationship We've work. all done that. Right. <laughs> Age 20. Age 20 is what I had a little car. I had a Nissan Micro and I would get in it and oh, I'd Oh, while you were driving? Yeah. So this particular day, I remember it really well because it was the day that I did my first day of being an extra on Footballers Wives. I don't know oh, if anyone remembers wow. that show. I remember that. Of course that I, I do. Right. I remember it. having like loads of makeup on, which is something that wasn't normal for me. And really feeling myself because I'm like... <laughs> I've got all this makeup on. I look ever so cute. Um, <laughs> and and going to Woking. But like putting my normal... Oh my God, I remember my outfit. Oh, wow. Sorry, this is this sounds like it's actually been traumatic. And maybe it was. The fact <laughs> that I oh, I want to hear the, the t-shirt. It, it was like red. It was a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Because I remember thinking, I'm 20. I'm definitely not a kid anymore. So I can get away with wearing <laughs> really childlike clothes. Um, and I had this full face makeup on and so I remember being slightly like oh I don't normally look like this I don't normally feel like this but really being into it um, <laughs> and we were in this shitty like restaurant it was a curry house actually and um, there were these little girls outside that, when I say little like they were bigger than me but they were like 14 <laughs> <laughs> they were no I was quite a small 20 year old um, <laughs> and they were like 13 somewhere between 13 and 15 I believe right. one was 10 <laughs> This is such a shameful story. I can't believe I'm telling it. <laughs> and and they and they start like making these faces at me and like throwing fingers and shit outside. <laughs> and I kind of thought they were being like cute little kids. So I, I smiled and like carried on talking to the guy that didn't want to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then and the next thing I know, they walk into the restaurant. I was like, okay, wow. this is interesting. And and the, the bless the owners like had no say. They were just like, yeah, come in and. They walked straight over to the loo, which was somewhere behind me. And as they did it, I heard one of them say, like, we're going to get you. And I was like, I'm surely hallucinating. Because oh, this is like Tuesday shit. night in Woking. Wow. Or whatever. Maybe it's Sunday, actually. Um, anyway, they come back. And and I was, like, really on edge. But I was also, like, I said to this guy, I was like, did you, did you hear that? He's like, 
No. So she came back from the loo and she came straight over to the table. I say she because there was one ringleader and two smaller ones. Okay. And <laughs> again, when I say smaller, I mean younger. Um, I'm still not shaming kids here, by the way. That's not what I'm here to do. Um, and she, she was like, all right. And I'm like, what's happening? Um, and, and she was like, so I saw you, you were laughing at me and my friends outside. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I thought you were like, we were having a nice little fun time. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to laugh. Nice wow. with the jokes. Well done, future in comedy, perhaps. Um, <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, no, it's not. It's not going to roll. Like, do you want me to beat you up now or later?" Oh. And I was like, "What?" Wow. And I was like, so shocked by this, and also a bit of a cocky prick. I was like, well, "Can you do it now? Because otherwise, you'll ruin my dinner." Um, <laughs> oh my because the dinner hadn't come out yet. And so, and she was like, "What did you say?" And I think the fact that I kind of challenged her in front of these kids as well, like, sort of made it worse. And <laughs> so good. And then she and I was still sitting down at this point. Massive error in hindsight. I should have stood up and been like, "What are you doing?" In hindsight, <laughs> he should have stood up, right? This is my, yeah. this is my thing. Yeah. And so I was like, "Well, yeah, do it now then." Like fronting it out, thinking there's no way this little child is going to do this. And she started punching me in the head. <gasps> Whoa! Like as I was sitting down, where are you? You're sitting in, in a restaurant. Sitting in a restaurant. Next to me are four skinheads. They look like the toughest boys. Uh, in I just the heard world. four skinheads. <laughs> I just heard these guys with these like four skins on their <laughs> head. <very> <laughs> It was uh... wrinkly boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like, but proper like, but, and I'm like, no one's doing it. It wasn't until like, and I, I was sitting down, so I remember I sort of managed to kick from below. Oh my right. like god! And, and it was so actually, she's punching. She's down punching on down. Her head. Like, which is the first rule of comedy. Do you not? Yeah. Punch <laughs> You know what? I take it back. You're not going to be in comedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's against the rules. And it was only when she started punching me and hitting me that, that the guy I was with stood up and was like, no, 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 no. You can't do this. And there was this whole scuffle and she backed off. But he's like, look, the thing is, and after it happened, it was this mad thing. They got thrown out of the restaurant and the owners came over and they're like, we're so sorry. They do that all the time. <laughs> Why did they let them use the toilet? <laughs> And then I was like, sorry, little small question. Why the fuck did you not step in sooner? And he was like, because they were children. I'm like, I sort of get that. Like, he could not be seen to Punch be a child. punching a child. But, but if he'd have stood up earlier, if he'd like just got in the way yeah. of us, it wouldn't have escalated to yeah. that necessarily. And it was that weird thing where maybe I could have like done with being brought down and peg or two. So maybe it wasn't the worst thing that ever happened to me. But I remember like, I really <laughs> lost. That's really not the lesson. <laughs> Is it not? I really lost my confidence afterwards. But I remember being so overly confident before that, that I was like, well, maybe, maybe it's, it's middled out. No. no, maybe not. No, no. But my dad was like, <laughs> my dad's got some dodgy old friends. My dad works in horse racing. I'm allowed to say this. And his first question was, do you need her arms broken? And I'm like, <laughs> Wow. She's a baby, I think wow. not. And the police came and they were like, do you want to press charges? By this point, I had no fury left for these little girls. And I'm just yeah. like, no, just... And, and to the guys in the restaurant, I was like, can you maybe just don't let them in next time? Yeah, and just, you and know they do this. this. <laughs> I was like, guys, if you see that again, you know, step up. Like, obviously, yes, I get it. We don't need we don't need men to protect us. But like, I was a tiny little girl. And yeah, 20 you is think, young. Yeah, like my dad's five foot five, right? And there's no way. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. No, but it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Does, it, does anybody need <laughs> their arms broken? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, he meant by his friends, not yeah, by him. Yeah. He couldn't break the arms of a small cat. Because that's... <laughs> and God knows he's tried. <laughs> but yeah, like, but there's no way it would have escalated to that point if my dad was there. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just oh that God. thing of like, yeah. you're a six foot three man. Like, you could have thrown something around without assaulting totally. a child effectively. Yes. Yeah. So that's my crime story. And I'm sorry wow. if it was long. I'm really sorry. No, no, no. It was awesome. I love it. But it was it. such a random thing. Like, I was scared after for years afterwards. Like, I couldn't face out. If I were in a restaurant, I had to be like, oh I can't face the window. I have to face the other way so that oh I didn't goodness. get started on for no reason. Because oh, so it was the epitome of literally minding your own business, doing yes. your own thing. Yeah. And someone coming in and having a problem with you, which is... It does. It did make me feel a bit unsafe because I'm like, well, if I can be doing nothing to ask for it, yeah. and then it happens. But then, yes, I'm I just am... trying to make this relationship work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, and so the next day, right? We went to the Virgin Mega Store to do a little bit of shopping. Uh, <laughs> Hello. And he snuck up on me and went boo, and I <gasps> lost it. Oh wow! Yeah. I lost it. And do you know yeah. what the worst thing about this story is, girls? Is that I didn't even break up with him. <laughs> I just, after this week, I just never heard from him again. Oh, oh no, wait. I remember one more thing about this weekend, which is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I was so nervous for days afterwards. Like, and the day, morning afterwards, on the way to do shopping, I had a bit of, I had to get out the loot. I had to get out the car to go to the loo. And I jumped out at like a big T-section, like on a motorway, like oh, kind of wow. thing. So I think he might have gone off me from that, actually. What, but, did you just go to the toilet at the side of the road? No, I found somewhere. I saw like a kind of... A, sure, I would have done that as well. Like, <laughs> really? No, no, no. I, mean, I just probably pissed at the traffic lights. Oh, it wasn't a piss that was the problem. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, no, I saw like, it was like a retail park thing. And I'm like, sure. somewhere we'll have a loo. Um, but yeah, and I remember, and I worked in clubs at the time. And he used to come to the club, which is how we met. And I remember that weekend being like... Like, well, he hasn't called me since last weekend, but surely he's got a big apology to make. <laughs> no, he just turned up and acted wow. like nothing had happened. We hadn't been dating for two months and wow. it was all like, yeah. So I hope he's dead. <laughs> yeah. He Sorry. Is it a crime to wish the no. first ghosting? Yeah, and actually, Jenny. that was the first ghosting I ever experienced. And I feel like it was a ghosting because he was ashamed, because he yeah. knew his behavior was bad. Jenny, bad yes. relationship aside, if yeah. you had the, the perp, Ooh. It sounds funny to call her a purpose. It's 13. very, very Maybe funny. A perpet. If you could, a perpet. <laughs> a deep perpet. Stop ghettoizing female crime. <laughs> She's a perp, motherfucker. <laughs> if you could confront her now, what would you say? I think I would say, Are you okay, babe? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great what, yeah. what what's wrong? Yeah. What yeah. do you want to talk? Is there something that you want yeah. to that you're sad about, that you're yeah. cross about? Yeah. Um yeah. Are you Stop still hanging prick? out in front of restaurants? Yeah. <laughs> looking, Maybe. looking for a fight. I mean, now I feel like she's definitely graduated to bars, so God knows. <laughs> but definitely her two wing women, as it were, were definitely like between 10 and 12. Wow. So like, Wowzers. I have no idea what the setup, what the dynamic was. But now, yeah, I feel like, I like to think that she's cool now. Mm. She, because that was the one thing when my dad was like, do you know me to break some arm? I was like, <laughs> yeah. Obviously not, but I kind of remember thinking, I do want, I don't want her to do it to someone else. I remember yeah. thinking I was a real cocky little shit so I could handle it, but if she'd have done wow. it to someone younger and someone yeah. less cocky, it would be yeah. I love the complicit restaurant in this, like, yeah, we have it all the time. I hope you enjoy the feel. It was mad. It was mad. I mean, and I didn't eat a little tiny bit of that curry. I remember taking it home going, yeah, maybe I'll eat it later. And then not eating curry for about That's 10 years afterwards. Sorry. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much for sharing. A chicken trauma. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Cheers, you. Guys. Now it's time. 
for drunk women solving crime. Okay, shall okay. we move on to some more true crime? I think we definitely should. Come on. Well, this one I couldn't resist. And this is, I have to say, it's a bit of a staple on the true crime podcast circuit. But I thought oh. we should give it the drunk women spin. Okay. Yes. So here we are with the case of the bloody benders. What? Yes. Is this a famous case? <laughs> I'm just clapping because it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that time in the morning. Oh, I've got the bloody benders. Anybody's in tampons. Have you like, ever been snorkeling? Oh, got the bloody benders. <laughs> it sounds like Peaky Blinders. It yeah. does. It really does. Oh, the bloody benders. <laughs> Sorry, As, uh, was it? <laughs> so, apparently so. Sorry. Ladies on the force, here are the initial facts of the case. Mm hmm. It's springtime. Mm. The body... <laughs> Jenny's like, mmm, yeah. No, it's Spring. the sexiest time. I think we all know that. <laughs> Things are blooming. Uh, the body of a man... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. The body of a man. The body of a man with the surname Jones is found in a creek. He'd had his skull crushed. That's not funny, Jenny. Jenny, come on. <laughs> and his throat cut. I know it's hard to do segues in this. It's like, no, guys, focus. The owner of the creek was suspected, but no action is taken. Okay. Later that winter, the bodies of two more men are found with the same injuries, and by now, reports of missing persons are spreading like wildfire, with many innocent suspects driven out of the area and travelers told to avoid this particular route. Can I ask, wow. sorry, what was it? Well, this is my question. I'm so sorry. Where are we and when is this taking place? I think um, the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening right now in real time. Shut, no. Is it? <laughs> yes, I am uh, streaming a video. No. <laughs> um, it is in the past. You are okay. absolutely correct. I want to say Western times. Mm. Western there's a lot of West to be had. Oh, sorry, I've just watched Westworld, so I'm in like the Wild <laughs> West. I feel like West. Oh, nice. Oh, Wild West. What because gave that's the last that steer, you creek. guys? I've never heard of a creek outside of the Wild West. I don't think. Nice. Apart from oh. Dawson, and I don't think Dawson Jonathan. and Joey were doing this. Sorry, can we can we oh, have a, a little moment for Jonathan sorry, Creek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really thought that you he guys would be like Jones. We're in Wales. I thought we'd have a false steer there, but no. <laughs> oh, Jones! <laughs> Mate, no. we're so drunk. We're not picking up on you Jones. You fixated. <laughs> you fixated on Creek. I think you're there. completely right there. I think it's the West. I think it's America. I think it's nineteen. 17. Oh, yeah. Any other guesses on the year? Um, I think it could be older than that. I think it could be 1823. Oh, nice. Wait, they killed, they're found with their slit, their throat slit. Yes. And what's the other? Heads bashed. Oh, that's very nice. And you said it started spreading like wildfire. Well, the rumours that you should not follow this route because there are three Uh, bodies found by this Because I was wondering if wildfire was the perp at one point. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's a time when everyone's going on a journey. Mm -hmm. So it's like a pilgrimage. It's not going to be a pilgrimage, but it's going to be like... Is it like Lords or somewhere? Like um, everyone goes on a rite of passage... Like Mecca? in the West, they do the the, the dude. I'm just nodding and everything. We're like, yes, everything. Yes. Well, it's staking your staking the your claim, isn't it? It's that you know thing. what, Jenny? You smart, smart gal. Oh. There's a reason why we hired you. Is it something to do with gold? 
Well, no. Okay, I should have stopped when I was ahead. Quit while you're ahead, babe. When you talk about the West, we're pretty there. So these bodies were found in 1871. Wow. In Osage. I said 23, so that is like 38 years out or something. Yeah. Arguably, I was closer. Wait, what did you say? I said 1917. I didn't even guess. So we were in... Bang smack in the middle. You guys, this is 1871 in Osage, Kansas. Oh, fun fact about Osage. After the end of the American Civil War in the spring of 1865, the U.S. government moved the entire Native American Osage tribe over to some land which would later become Oklahoma to allow some white people to move in. Good, because Mm -hmm. it was really tough for the white people before that. It was. They had to really stake their claim. I mean, they basically, they stole their land. They stole their name. Dear U.S. government, didn't you learn anything from the U.S. Civil War? No. Apologies for channeling my inner Brian Adams here, but I think we all have that. So as I was typing this... These lyrics popped into my head, so I'm going to have to sing it. And this yes! is embarrassing because I wrote this case, and I'm like, oh, wait, Jenny Beat is like a lyrical master, and she's just comedy songs. Just do okay. it. Robert E. Lee surrendered, but the government was still racist. They forced out the Osage Indians who were warned not to resist. Nice. In the spring of 65. That's when the Civil War ended, guys. (laughs) That is, I'm learning time. And I'm enjoying. Yeah. (laughs) I am so impressed. It's time to, I think I was a little bit pitchy, if I'm going to be my own American Idol judge. (laughs) It's time to meet the Bender family. (gasps) One of the nice spiritualist families who moved into Osage when those pesky Native Americans were shuffled out. Surely a nice spiritualist family won't get in any trouble. Right, detectives? Yes. What's What's spiritualist? Well, that's an interesting question. Okay. So they were religious, but sort of like off-piste religious. Ooh. Okay, so like a bit witchy? Mm. Okay. Mm. Hold that. Sorry, oh, Ever Detective okay. Bude. Nope. Good to ask questions. Didn't know we were allowed to be called detectives. The family. <laughs> yes. Feels good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I've ever waited for. The family included John and his wife, Elvira, son, John Jr., J- not John, John, John Jr., <laughs> John Jr. John Jr. and daughter Kate. Um, there were rumors, though, that John and Kate were actually a married couple and not siblings at all. Oh, oh, oh I love what? Oh, were they both? Possibly. Yeah. I need to caveat this with, there's a lot of legends surrounding this case, so make up your own mind about the facts. I like to think it's all accurate. Absolutely. So they were believed to be German immigrants. John was about 60 and he spoke very little English and apparently in a very unintelligible, garbled way. Um, Elvira was 55 and she was so unfriendly that her neighbors called her a (laughs) she-devil. Just Um, for being unfriendly. That was the name of a song album in the 90s. Nice. (laughs) Was she an unfriendly neighbor? (laughs) Yeah, terrible. (laughs) Or or let her catch it in my garden. (laughs) This one loves Sonia. I might be wrong as well. I'm so sorry if that's the wrong... I don't think it was Sonia. I know I've got my topic, so carry on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. In sum, this little neighborhood zoning project, it's not going so well. You know, you push out the Native Americans and these nice families move in. It's not so harmonious. Um... 
<laughs> Political joke. Hashtag. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> so John Jr. apparently would just laugh all the time at nothing. <laughs> like he'd just be walking down the street and he would just burst into laughter. Terrifying. So people were scared of him. Can and he they... come to our gig? <laughs> <laughs> like he sounds like, I mean, John Jr., if you ever want to yeah. come to a live show. But you know, then if he doesn't laugh, that's so damning. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, Katie, I love you've gone straight to, we believe the thing that makes me not laugh. <laughs> we can't even make a psychopath laugh. <laughs> oh. Can we ask, how old was he at this stage? Did they say? Yes. So he was about 25. Of course he was. And then Kate. 25 year old white male. <laughs> yeah. <funny. laughs> Kate, his sister slash. Wife. 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 We don't know. Apparently, you know, confusingly, was apparently very articulate and cultured compared to the rest of her family, and she had very little accent. So there's a bit of confusion about where Kate came from. Um, The Benders built something into their cabin to attract people who were passing through. Under their cabin? No, into their cabin. Oh, big pardon. So they built something into their cabin to attract people passing through, and Osage was located on one of the few trails that were heading out west. So what would you build into your cabin to attract people who are traveling An amusement by? park. <laughs> Is it Neverland? A sauna. A sauna, a sauna. Sauna's a lovely Ooh. idea. A sauna. <laughs> oh, it's you know, spa. it's really hard to move out west. I could use a steam. <laughs> is, it, is it like a center park spa? No, it isn't. No. It is, isn't it, um, is it like a movie theater? No, the shooting dial range. It, dial it, dial it back. Just a basic. It's a toilet. Basics. Oh, yes. There oh, was a toilet. incredible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and was it like a um, like a bed and breakfast area yes. sort of thing? Yes, uh, it was. The detective bead. I started with toilet. They so I, built, I mean, I very much you gave you that. that. It I mean, was an on a inn. Point. They an also inn. built a general store, so anybody that needed supplies. But they also had, you know, a cheeky little dining area, a place to sleep. Mm. If you needed Place to spend the night. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> but surely a nice white family who's moved into the neighborhood won't cause any harm, right? <gasps> oh, and Elvira is also a keen gardener. Of course she throw is. that in. Good at burying shit. One. Elvira is the mother who is not articulate. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Apparently. Detectives, Kate did something which also attracted visitors besides the general store and the inn. What was it? Fucked her brother. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, she's the articulate one. Kate is. Okay, yeah. so she's, she's a smart. A she's got a head on her shoulders. Poetry night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some beat poetry. Some spoken word. Oh my 
good. I mean, I just want it to be poetry night. It's so bad. <laughs> was it? Was it your tour, local tour guide? Oh, good Ooh, guess. Good guess. I don't think there was much to see yet Our in bathroom. Osage, but uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good guess. What else? Did she um, cook? Um, yeah, cookery lessons. She didn't cook. Was she a singer? Clue. This has Go come on. up in past Teaching episodes. English. No, this Reading is. Did she like? Did she sell her body? No. Oh. It's not sexual. She ha- She claimed to have some skills. <gasps> was oh, she? Um, could she see the future or something? Oh, yeah. 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 She got that at the same time. Yeah. Kate was a self-proclaimed healer and psychic. Kate was she distributed. <laughs> so she distributed flyers advertising her services and her ability to cure illnesses. And she also held seances and gave lectures on spiritualism. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Kate gave these lectures and they were controversial because of her take on sexuality. What did she advocate? Lesbianism. No, if only. Oh. Fucking her brother? <laughs> no, not quite that progressive. Butt stuff. <laughs> I want to say butt stuff in every podcast we do. Well, Make I mean, it's hard, to know. it's hard to know what fell under this umbrella, but, but she. Oh. oh, this is such a letdown. No, she oh. just advocated free love. Oh, okay. She, what year is this again? 1871. She's advocating free love. Yeah, Kate Bender. Like century ahead. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. the hippie. She was yeah. a hippie. Good girl. She was a hundred years before hippie. So back to the bodies. We've got these dead bodies, these three dead male bodies. And then in 1872, George Longcore and his infant daughter, Marianne, leave Kansas to resettle in Iowa. I mean, who hasn't had that dream? <laughs> but they're never seen again. Um, a neighbor, Dr. William Henry York, goes looking for them, but he never arrives back home. Lucky for everyone, Dr. York has two brothers who are connected. How are they connected? What are their power positions? And what happens next? Are they sheriffs in differing, different towns? Good guess. Good guess. Sheriffs. What are Sh- the sheriff. other power roles? Post-Civil Politicians. War. Very good. Yes, indeed. One of them was a politician, a <gasps> senator of Kansas. Ooh. Not to. And the other one the... was a. He had a gun. A lowly gun. He did have a gun. Oh. Why would you have a gun? Hitman. Is he a police officer. Close. Did they have police? He was marshal. He was a colonel. Okay. What's so we have of? a war hero. Ooh. We have a civil war hero and we have a senator. So suddenly this case gets a bit of attention. So we're not having it. Can I just but it yeah. these are the these are the two these are the brothers that died or these are the brothers that are now looking at the case? These are the living brothers. Right, Their okay. brother disappears. So Colonel York shows up at the Bender Inn <laughs> and who wouldn't stay there? Um, explaining to the Benders that his brother has gone missing. Now the Benders admit that the York's brother has indeed stayed with him. But they suggest that maybe he ran into some trouble and they blame it on somebody. Who do they blame it on? Daughter. She I fucked guess. him into a grave Ooh. or something. Okay. Um, or would they? Or are they too proud of their daughter? Do you think maybe they would? They would go scapegoat the son. Don't Ooh. forget my song at the beginning of the episode. Who do you blame shit on? White people. Who do uh, white people blame people? Oh on? damn! No. Native Americans. Uh-huh. Are they blaming it on the Native mm-hmm. Americans? Oh my god. This is that tale as old as time. They say, hey, oh, we know your brother. Yeah, he stayed with us. I bet he ran into some (gasps) trouble with the Indians. 
I know. I'm sorry, Brian Adams, if you're listening, I know your song wasn't meant to be warped into a political anthem, but sometimes. Better to be Brian Adams than Ryan Adams right now. I know. I mean, like for the first time in history, (laughs) it's better. Okay. I've seen Ryan Adams live so many times that I was like, oh, there's another prick. Anyway, um, so York leaves because Mm. they just say, look, they deny it. But then he's informed that a woman fled from the Bender Inn after being threatened with knives by Elvira, the mother. York returns with armed men and confronts Elvira. Elvira barely speaks English. She can't speak very well. Does she confess? They're German immigrants, allegedly. So Colonel York comes back and says, look, I heard that this woman was like driven away. She tried to stay here. She was threatened with knives. And she fled. So what's the deal? Does Elvira confess? No. Yes. I mm. don't feel like she does. I feel like she's, she's got a good thing going. Well, Elvira says, no, the woman was a witch who poisoned my coffee. <laughs> oh, oh, that's mm. half a confession. So she was defending herself. Mm-hmm. And this sort of revealed that Elvira's English was a little bit better than she's been letting on because she's able to articulate this. Um, Kate is very helpful, the daughter. She offers to help find the brother, the missing brother, by using her clairvoyant skills, (laughs) which is really nice. (laughs) He is very far away. (laughs) He's in California. Oh, wow. How'd he get there? Mm. (laughs) So all the armed men with York um, wanted to hang the family just there and then because this is wild wild west they're just like they're guilty let's hang them let's do this but Colonel York is a very you know reputable man so he's like no we have to find actual evidence so a town meeting is arranged because justice comes from town meetings Um, so they all meet together do the benders attend no no no, the Benders had fled. <gasps> oh. No one thought to watch over their house. They're like, they're suspects, but we'll just leave them alone. Oh, that's so excited. I know. Weird. They're kicking themselves. They are. <laughs> so this gives everyone a chance to snoop around their property. Nice. Search warrant. What search wow. warrant? It's the Wild Wild West, baby. A bad odor is detected, and <gasps> it's traced to a trap door, which is underneath a bed. Ooh. And it's nailed shut. They open the trap and they find an empty oh. room beneath the bed. Sorry. There's clotted blood on the floor. Oh. And that is the cause of the smell. Someone had had a terrible bloody bender. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Marie Kondo now? <laughs> they find no bodies in the room, but it is suspected that the victims uh, would have sat a above the trap at a dining room table and they would wine and dine them and then they would kill them with a sledgehammer and a knife and then drop them to the cellar below. Sweeney Todd vibes. Very much so. And like the other lady, like Hot Lavinia. Was it Hot Lavinia? Yes. Yeah. It's so similar. She did it this other case. Yeah, she did it. But she did it of like, popped him in bed and then was just like, see you later, mate. And there was Get like a trap there. door under the yeah. bed. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. engineering. I know. Yeah. The engineering on it. <laughs> I, I Real dedication. Admire. <laughs> what? This is fascinating. Yeah. I know. In the middle of dinner as well. Like, did they let them finish their dinner? Because. <laughs> and what was their that last meal? That is such yeah. a good question. Mm. Were they good cooks? Was it yeah. a hearty meal? Was it a light salad? Imagine going out on a light salad. You'd be absolutely oh. devastated. Oh, my God. No, 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 it's no. you want a proper stew. Wow. And, 
So they eventually make a discovery. Where do they find some bodies? Hint. I gave you a hint at the beginning. Creek. The forest. The creek. <gasps> oh, the creek. Very well remembered. That's good memory. In the Jonathan Creek? I feel like there was something in the soil. What was Elvira into? Goats. She had a hobby. Goats. Oh, no, that was my... There was a, <laughs> there was a goat Oh, no, that was my boyfriend from Woking. <laughs> <laughs> what was she into? She had a side hobby. What did she do? Oh, I think. I totally forgot. I want to see painting. I'm so drunk. <laughs> I feel so sick. What? You feel, do you feel sick? No, Are you I'm okay? fine. I'm fine. Okay. I want to know what happened. She was a gardener. Yes, you said. Oh, yes. yes. You said. And we said. Oh, because she's, she's good at burying people. Yeah. Yes. Because why did you get into gardening? Because I'm good at burying people. Yeah. That's what Charlie Dimmick's in it for. <laughs> no libel. <laughs> so, you can't just say no libel. You can. It's like... <laughs> The townspeople <laughs> actually dig up York's body, so they find the brother. Third brother, oh. yeah. Yeah. So they oh. find the brother. On their grounds? On the grounds, in wow. the garden. Bloody More bodies are found. How many? How many bodies? I was going to say nine. Two hundred. Oh. <laughs> oh, I knew this was going to be like a Seven. letdown once you... Okay, good guess. I think it's quite a lot. I feel like there's maybe 40. Four. <laughs> what? Another three. Do you know what? Compared to your guesses... Except for Jenny's, like, it's not that bad. <laughs> Eight. That's a lot. That's, That's a, lot. a lot of bodies. Eight more bodies than I'd like to find in my own family home. <laughs> we're getting, we're want, getting so I, jaded. I want zero bodies. <laughs> I kind of, like, want between Call three and four. me a perfectionist. <laughs> when I purchase a property, I like yeah. location, location. I like How many bodies? <laughs> Christy, they know, they how many know. bodies are buried under this property? Well, at least... Seven to eight. Eight, 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 eight in the garden. Inclu- is this one in the, the well? In the- oh, one in the well. Yes. So several birdie bird- parts. <laughs> Mario <laughs> Several body parts. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just the. the- <laughs> Oh, Taylor's gone. We've lost Taylor. He's doing a Matley laugh. This is the first time we've lost her. The red, red, the red. (laughs) This is generally the most horrific time. Don't drink red wine. (laughs) (laughs) Several (laughs) (laughs) Several body parts. Body parts are funny. That's, that's somebody's body part. <laughs> oh, too soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> 1871, guys. Okay. <coughs> <laughs> do another song. No, it's fine. It's fine. So, guys, several bodies. <laughs> okay. Several body parts are found. And all but one. Their throats were cut and their heads were bashed and some were indecently mutilated. Yeah. What's decently mutilated? Yeah, I know. Good question. Oh, good question. I suppose no arms? That's decent. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing nothing naughty. Okay, York puts a price on the bender's heads Mm -hmm. and detectives rally and they form a a band (laughs) i can't think of the word they find wagon tracks and discover that the bender's wagon was abandoned and they find starving horses there oh Oh, now you guys feel bad (laughs) (laughs) oh the horses (laughs) there's 10 dead people um 
So it's only 12 miles from their house. This is like the slowest investigation ever. So they ran into trouble 12 miles out. Yeah. Mm. Well, they abandoned their wagon, and it was discovered that they took a train to an outlaw colony between so cool. Texas and New Mexico, where they pursued to this outlaw county. Yes. No, I think they went, fuck it, it's not a problem anymore. Oh. Bede, you're the only one left on the force. <laughs> no one pursued them Jeez. because everyone was too afraid of wow. these outlaw colonies because there were rumors that no one, once you went there, no one returned. So it was just like the oh. safe, safe oh my zone. Goodness. Yeah. Um, many, it's like Woking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. Many groups claimed to capture and kill the benders, but no one ever collected the ransom money so people would go like yeah we got him we killed him what was the proof that was needed to to exactly like no no evidence like well how did you do it Uh, we uh, we intimidated them outside of a restaurant (laughs) inside of a restaurant yeah (laughs) um and for years after this case, mothers and daughters who were traveling alone on trains would just get harassed because they're like, you're the Benders! No! You're Elvira wow! and Kate! Yeah, because it just caused such a circus. Wow! I know. In uh, 1884, a man matching John Benders, Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John, not John Jr. Papa John. Yeah. Great pizza. Oh my God, let's order one. Oh, Sponsors, Papa John's. Um, I just want it right now. Okay, in 1884, a man (laughs) matching John Bender's description was arrested in Montana for a murder. Mm. The victim had been killed with a hammer blow to the head. Sounds good. Yes, and a message requesting positive ID was sent. Did they ID the man as John Bender? When did photographs become a thing? Late 1800s, early 1900s. Because it's hard to ID someone from like, because they couldn't even fax that picture, could they? Could they? Oh, yes. No, Faxes came long before <laughs> photographs. <laughs> but it, it must be hard to yeah, identify someone exactly. state to state. Yeah. So, no. But he was in custody. Mm-hmm. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ID him. They didn't. But the reason is because the suspect severed his own foot to escape prison. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, he was chained around his ankle he he... cut off his own foot oh my god Mm -hmm. wow escaped but then bled to death i was gonna say there's a price Mm -hmm. damn so by the time yeah (laughs) so by the time the body is found there's no way to id it because it's decomposed so badly why Why did they find it so slowly did it take so long to find Hmm. well guys it's the wild wild west They're in a wagon. He just died of blood loss in the middle of a forest. Yeah, I mean, like, the blood would trail for a while, and then, like, how do you follow? Where's your lead? And how how quickly are you even on that? Coyote blood? Yeah. Man. So that's kind of the end of our case. Do you think that that suspect was John Bender? Um, Was he the man behind all these serial killings? If the only thing tying them together was the fact (laughs) that he... Used like he bludgeoned them or whatever. That mm-hmm. does feel a little bit. The cause of death was very similar. Yeah, so yeah but if that's the only thing, then that feels yeah. a bit of a leap. But he seemed very adept with a knife. 
<laughs> what they should have done is bet, like waited for him to run away with his like foot off for a while and then gone <laughs> bender <clears throat> and then if he did turn around that's yeah. such a good you know why did no one they were do gone, that? oh my god it's no john john bender bender hey. bro yeah, the trick yeah <laughs> to round out the case i mean in a way aren't yeah. we all elvira and kate bender just running from a dark past just trying to fit in and make our own way Anyway, I feel like we solved that. I enjoyed that some way. so much. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. It is time for our listener crime. So this is from Jake at Gadio. Hey, and Jake. Hi, Jake. Look, I could have cut out the praise, but I'm not going to. Nice. So. nice. Thanks, Jake. It's great to take the opportunity to say how much I love you guys. Your yes, podcast Jake. is the highlight of my week right Jake, now. I mean, we didn't pick this because of that, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> um, I have introduced many colleagues to you, and now you have a medium-sized following at Gadio. Well, that's yes. enough. Yes. That's Me enough damn. for us. I will take a medium following at Gedio over like a giant following at a fucking right wing radio station called Right Ringio. I don't. <laughs> Jake, please ignore everything Tyler says. We're, just, we, we're very grateful for the support. Okay, even though I'm not. There are so many beautiful details in this. Okay. So when I was eight, I had the flu and I was home from school watching cartoons all day with my cat Slipknot. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I know how old like, Jake is. I love. I I know how old he is and I love him. Um, <laughs> my impression. <laughs> The last thing I remember was seeing an advert for Dyson Hoovers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty much <laughs> the, the same, same thing. Okay. I know. <laughs> All day I kept complaining that I felt sick, so my mom would keep giving me cow pole to feel better. She must have given me too much because I ended up overdosing. <gasps> oh, you Jake. Can't overdose on cow pole. Jake can. <laughs> to this day I don't remember any of it but apparently I was hallucinating and crying and I was convinced Jake. that I had killed a guy named Alan <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> not Alan from Slipknot no <laughs> lead singer I'm Alan from Slipknot guys <laughs> the lead singer's Corey Taylor I know this I know Slipknot awesome. no you know you're Slipknot uh, no big deal let's, <laughs> let's pretend Corey is more edgy name than Alan. I know, it's, it's really shame, not. Isn't it? yeah. yeah. So they had to call the paramedics. I didn't know oh, an Alan. I didn't know an Alan at eight years old and now I'm 24 and I've only met one and he's a bit of a tosser. <laughs> <laughs> My question, am I destined to murder this what? or another Alan? Huge. Oh. Or is this, is this a prophecy that I can break? Oh, Jake, thank you. This is that's a gift. This is a mm. gift. I would like. It to comes with a prize. Ooh. Come on. I have something called obsessive compulsive disorder, and it's definitely not what you think it is. I don't like my hands clean, but I get thoughts that I'm like can't expel, and I'm like bad shit. Mm. That's so, called pure OCD. It is. It is. It's exactly that. There's yeah. nothing pure about it. But yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, former no. psychotherapist. No, yeah. but it's it's that's exactly what it's called because you don't have outward mm. compulsions. So if something like that happened to me, I would be like, this means something. Yes, Ooh. I will. I know an Alan, or deep down, oh. I am a murderer. Now, from having therapy for many years, it does not mean anything. It was a random event, and there's absolutely nothing in it. 
But if if you've got a mind like mine, I would it would take me a long time to 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 believe that. I'd be like, okay, this means something. It means mm. like like I I am the sort of person that if my boyfriend's sleep talk, I'm like. What does that mean? <laughs> like, okay. or like, what? Are, like, they 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 want to fuck a shoe. Okay, like, you know I mean? like something mad. It could be anything, and I'm like, yeah. I'll see messages or signs and everything. It makes me sound crazy. I know that I'm not, but like, it's that weird thing. I feel like from someone that has just come through a year of therapy, it means nothing. It's totally random. Anyone called Alan is lucky to meet you, and I don't think you're going to kill anyone because even just the fact you feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that input. Suck. I dare say we have, for the first time, actually solved what? something. Jenny. Huge. Jenny. Huge. Now, this is where my obsessiveness comes in and goes, actually, this is the, this is the one time you're wrong. And you're going <laughs> to oh kill a man killed. called Alan. It's your fault. <laughs> like, so, yeah, there's no peace in this, in this disease. It's terrible. But, uh, yeah, if I'm thinking like a therapist, which, yeah. why not? You're fine, mate. And? I love it. Alan was probably like a character you saw on TV. Right. Or a character in your head. Or the cowpaw boy. I <laughs> <laughs> know Alan the cowpaw boy. Oh, love Alan the cowpaw boy. If anyone ever here's, killed him. Here's to Alan the cowpaw boy. Alan the cowpaw boy. boy. And to Jake. Jake, you're awesome. Don't worry about Alan. And love to hear where you are on Slipknot these days, actually. <laughs> Any any updated thoughts? It'd be nice. Jenny, to round this out, is there anything that you would like to plug? Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Slipknot tribute act <laughs> next week. Um, no, I'm going to Edinburgh this year. Is that too yeah, far? Yeah, oh, perfect. I've got a show called Multiverse, and it's um, it's about how at my grand old grown age of 35, I've stopped comparing myself to other people, but I cannot stop comparing myself to versions of me that don't exist. Um, <laughs> it heavily features my dog. Uh, there'll be lots of songs. Um, it's at Just the Tonic at five past five in the afternoon, and I think it's going to be fun and lovely. And Yay! so do we. Yay! Yay! Just so you know, Jenny and I met oh. at Screaming with Laughter. A very difficult gig. So hot. What's that? We were entertaining new parents with newborn babies yeah. at a fantastic club called Screaming with Laughter, which is run by Hattie Ashdown. And she's got some shows at the Underbelly yes. coming this July. And so they are check them so out. great if you are a new mom with a new baby. They're perfect. Oh. It means you don't have to miss out on anything. You can go Absolutely. to anything. Just if you are a comic. Tricky. Yeah, they're, they're tricky. It's a, it's a rough crowd when they're distracted by their babies. It's almost like they care about them more than us. <laughs> but a wonderful gig for new parents oh, to attend. Wonderful gig. And a so wonderful MC. Hattie's the best. Oh, Yay! and so are you, Jenny. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. This has been my dream. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.